Picture this. You come home from work one day, only to find a note stuck in your door that says the land under your house has been sold to a commercial investor. You heard that right. The land on which your home sits is owned by someone else. It doesn't happen very often in most neighborhoods, but if you're one of the 2.7 million U.S. homeowners who live in a manufactured home community, this could very well be your reality. Remarkably, since 1984, homeowners in mobile home parks have been buying the land and becoming resident-owned communities to put those fears to rest once and for all. I'm Paul Bradley, Rock USA's founding president. I started working with resident-owned communities in 1988 in New Hampshire and developed Rock USA in 2008 to make resident ownership a reality from coast to coast. Over my 30-year career, I've heard so many great stories, and I am so excited to share them with you through our new podcast, Ownership Matters. And I'm Mike Bullard. I've worked for Rock USA as communications manager since 2012, and I've had the opportunity to visit hundreds of rocks over the years. We're launching Ownership Matters to highlight the stories of people at the heart of the resident ownership movement. And really, I couldn't be more excited to be Paul's co-host on this journey. We've got some great guests lined up. You're going to hear conversations with rock leaders like Natividad Seafeld, board president at Park Plaza Cooperative. When I first moved in, I didn't even know we had a storm shelter. So I met the storm shelter when we became a community in 2011. And I was like, wow, they're making us go underground. It looks like something right out of a movie. These giant doors lift up and go down inside the stairs and there's a boat battery running a light bulb. And that's what it was. And Dennis Jakubowski, board president at Marilla Country Village. We've paved all the roads over the last five years. We bought a playground for the, the kids in the park. We have a lot of trees in our park. So we have a tree cutting service once a year. We got a new tractor, four wheel drive for snow emergencies. So that's a $10 increase over a 10 year period is what you've accomplished with all those improvements. That's truly impressive. We'll walk you through the history of organizing the first ever resident-owned community with industry pioneer Julie Eads, the former president of the New Hampshire Community Loan Fund. And now, like 36 years later, they have no debt, they haven't had debt for decades, and they, they could easily have the lowest lot rents in the country, as far as I'm concerned. And we'll even introduce you to associate editor Rana Faruhar, who wrote extensively about manufactured housing in two pieces for the Financial Times. I always thought of manufactured housing as being something for, frankly, older people and poorer people. And what I found was certainly there were some retirees and there were some people who were just kind of starting to get their leg on the, on the housing ladder. But there were a lot of people that basically just decided they wanted a different way of life. They wanted to spend less money. They wanted to have a community in which responsibilities, ownership, rights, and privileges were shared. And that's something that is, I think, really quite profound. Plus, so many more amazing guests. Our first three episodes of Ownership Matters will drop soon. After that, new episodes will be released every other Thursday. Be sure to subscribe to Ownership Matters wherever you get your podcasts. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google, Spotify, Stitcher, and more. We'll see you soon.